All right. It's great to be back with Chaz Wolf. And I say it that way because I was just on Chaz's podcast the other day, which you'll be (laughs) seeing that down the road. But I get to do mine live. And Chaz, I'm happy to have you with you. Chaz Wolf, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, brother. I appreciate it, Jeff. Thanks for having me yeah. and uh, and yeah. also just opening up uh, our colors. Our color scheme is just like spot on with each other. Here we are. Yeah. That's right. We're uh, we're like color besties. <laughs> I can tell. I can love tell it. where we're going in this one. It's going to be interesting. I love it. Love it all. Uh, so yeah, welcome to the show. I do apologize. I should have done one thing so I can better look like I'm looking at you because. Those who watch this show gain a little benefit, right? You, when you get to see somebody's body language and, you know, get their rhythm, it's better. So we do this show both as a podcast and a video show live streamed. And so I want to make sure I'm looking through the camera. So that should look a little better, right, Chaz? Yeah. Yeah. It feels like I feel your frequency looking at me. Yeah, right. Right. Let's see. It matters, right? These things matter. And that's why it's a benefit to catch the video recording and watch it on YouTube or Facebook or LinkedIn. We give it your choice and options here. And so, yeah, I like that, man. Better frequency. No fuzz, no static. I love That's it. Right. That's right. I love it. So why don't you uh, share with everybody just a little bit about what you do over there at Gathering the Kings and what yeah. people can get from that. And then we're going we're gonna to dive into a topic that uh, you and I both, I think, groove on when we I mean, talk about frequency, man. We're locked yeah. in. Yeah, but exactly. Tell us what well, Gathering the Kings is all about. Yeah. So Chaz Wolf, I'm a serial entrepreneur. I've been a business owner for uh, over a decade um, and multiple different industries. Been in in the retail space, franchising space, real estate, multiple sectors of real estate, um, you know, home service, you name it. I've got all kinds of portfolio companies even still to this day. But Gathering the Kings um, is... As you said, maybe a, a mastermind group that's uh, that's that that we're purist. I don't know. We'll have to discuss this a little further uh, as far as your titling. But uh, we're we're a group of entrepreneurs um, who are already successful that uh, that want to reach what we call the exceptional life. And so we believe that uh, that there's actual power in getting around other entrepreneurs. And sometimes that looks different. Sometimes sometimes it looks like revenue. Sometimes it looks like you know team size, experience wise, but. We get together intentionally uh, to agitate the mind. I'm sure we'll get into that as, as you kind of already hinted a little bit, but uh, there's a lot of group coaching programs out there and I and God bless them. Um, I've spent a lot of money on plenty of them myself, got a lot of value. Um, but as far as what a real mastermind is, that's what Gathering the Kings is up to. Yeah, love it. Love it. So we're going to jump in on that on that topic. You know, the word mastermind is, is tossed around quite a bit. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of language, I think, in today's culture, society, business life that has taken on new meanings. I look in, I look in my retail business now. It's interesting that you have retail experience. We'll jam on that a little bit later. Yeah. But uh, the retail business I own is a mattress store, and the word hybrid has been just so bastardized. Yeah. It's, it's like hybrid now means anything and everything, but it means nothing all at the same time. Right. It's a but. It's turned into a buzzword and. Unfortunately, yeah. it just creates more confusion. And I think when people move away from the intentionality of language, we create, you know, you talk about frequency, right? You just now, now you just get nothing but static and noise. That's right. And so why don't we talk about your understanding of the concept of a true mastermind? Mastermind yeah. is defined in core foundational literature, core foundational application going back a hundred plus years. 
Yeah, I'm glad you said that because it does go back uh, over over 100 years. And that simple definition is simply uh, two or more people working together um, in harmony uh, with the singular definite focus. And so for us, for Gathering the Kings, that singular definite focus is to create and live the exceptional life. And, you know, underneath that, because that's like, you know, that feels a little bit like woo. It's like, well, what is that? I want the exceptional life. You want the exceptional life. But really, what is that? And we've just defined that as as winning in all areas. We call them dimensions of kingship. Um, but it's you know, obviously your business and finance, your marriage and your family, your faith, your uh, your uh, your lifestyle, which would include joy. Uh, and of course, there's health in there, your fitness and your emotional um, health. So it, when you're winning in those areas, um, you can create, you can absolutely create uh, and live the exceptional life. The problem is that most people don't believe that they can actually win in all of those areas simultaneously. And so we kind of go a layer deeper and you got you to gotta master self, which again, kind of is old literature, um, old foundational success principles. But once you master self, then a lot of other things start kind of, the dominoes start falling, if you will. There's still a formula to those things, but it all starts with self. And so here we are talking about Napoleon Hill and masterminding and, and what you're re- referencing to as far as old understanding of mastermind, it's what we're doing technically right now. By mm-hmm. my perspective and your perspective coming together, we have our own thoughts and we live between our ears and that's fine. And that's where most entrepreneurs live. They're lonely. They're isolated by themselves. And that's okay for a while. I, I dominated by myself for a while. Um, and, and a lot of entrepreneurs do. And they kind of just forge through the, the loneliness and the, the heaviness. We call it the weight of the crown where I'm serving the people in my family, the people in my business, whatever it is. But when you activate the power of what we're refer- referring to as the mastermind, it's when I get together with Jeff or when I get together with other entrepreneurs in a group setting where now my thoughts are agitated, where I now think differently and I would not have thought in this new way without the perspective of the ones in the room. And so... I've just gotten really good at gathering those types of people together who are humble, who want you know something that uh, is is beyond themselves, and they recognize that they can have it, but they're going to need the power uh, of the group to be able to get it. Yeah, yeah. Saeed and uh, Jake have been checking in. Thank you for your praise. Appreciate you watching. Keep on watching because we've got a lot more for you. Thank you for tuning in. You know, I'm going to take a little pause, a little left turn in the dialogue. Are you a... Um, are you a Dan Kennedy fan by the ch- by chance? Have you read any of his books? Oh yeah, Dan Kennedy fan. In fact, I worked uh, directly with Frank Kern for a period of time, and and Frank okay. Kern yep. is a long student of Dan Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, I I am as well. And uh, you know, you you've you've said exceptional life, dimensions of kingship, something. What was the third one? Something with the crown. Oh, Say the weight again. of the crown. Yeah, weight of the crown. Yeah, you know, so. So this is a little left turn. If you've been picking up on this, what Chaz has been throwing down, tribal language is really important when you're creating something for yourself, for your business. Um, you know, it's it's not meant to. How do I say this? I guess I guess it's not meant to further tribalism in a negative way. Sure, it's to create how we all speak to one another. Yeah, it's how to we create hold each other. Yeah. yeah, how we hold each other accountable on goals, yeah. how we can speak to one another. Um, it's yeah. really powerful when it's done right. Yeah. And and you know, I, I I know Chaz is doing this right in his world with gathering the Kangs. But just as a little aside, and this can apply in any business. I've got a friend, Mitch Mitch Smedley, 
uh, he's actually out your way, Smedley Plumbing. I, yeah, I've ha- I had him on my show over a year ago. Yeah. yeah, I know Mitch. Yeah, I mean, he, you know, fix pipes, pet dogs, right? Yeah. Like he's a big dog fan. And, you know, some people might say that's a slogan, but no, it's not because it's part of what his people do in the house. They give dog treats, right? There's, right. There, there, is a, there is a common understanding, a common language, a common phrasing around that. Yeah. And, and just in that example, you can have this, this tribal language, this tribalism, this culture development yeah. fit into any kind of business. Yeah, the belonging doesn't very just smart. matter for a mastermind setting, right? The belonging is right. It could be your family unit. You know, we're the Wolf family has. We have our own language. We 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 have a mission that we're on. My family, my kids that mm-hmm. don't even recognize <laughs> that their kids are going to be part of this thing one day. But it's for our it's for our team members. Um, you and I have multiple businesses. There's that means there's possibly even different language across those those people, and they they want to belong to something. That's why they that's why they spend their time. And effort uh, inside of one of our businesses, of course, yeah, they do it in exchange for money, but that's that's only that's like you know seventh or eighth down the list. If they don't have yep. uh, something to be part of, it's the belonging that is one of the the greatest pulls, you know, in our human cognitive understanding. Yeah, you know, it dawns on me as we're talking about this, and this this again speaks to two people coming together for singular, definite focus. You know, Chaz and I's promise to each other in the show, even though it was on set, is to have a great show. And it dawns on me that if you can adopt this tribal language, this language of culture, this language of belonging, this sense of we're all here together, especially for your team members, for your employees, it's language that cuts through the noise and negativity of what they're hearing everywhere else out there, right? Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, especially as entrepreneurs, right? Like that way. Yeah. I mean, that's who, that's who's listening. That's who's in your audience is, is business owners. They're trying to live the big ticket life, right? So, okay, well, how do you do mm-hmm. that? Well, first off, you can't quit. And so you need something to hold on to. And that's, that's what belonging is. You have, you have something to hold on to. And that's, again, whether that's, that's a group that you're a part of, or that's something that you personally are creating for the thing that people are joining you in your business. Um, but, but yeah, we have to have that. Otherwise, it's, it's just a whole lot easier uh, to quit. And and I've always been a pretty persistent, um, you know, I, I, I'm a working genius certified um, <clears throat> practitioner or facilitator. And in there, a tenacity is one of the working geniuses, which is one of my geniuses. I, I finish things. However, one of the secrets to me finishing is that I do everything with another person. I work out at 5.15 every morning and someone sh- shows up to my house to work with me in my home gym. Um, I, I don't do anything without the accountability or the connection to another person because that's the secret. Right. Right. Yeah. It, 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 very much accountability is key. And, you know, it's also, you, you said you don't do anything alone. Entrepreneurs do listen to this show. Business owners do listen to this show. Yeah. So often, we become the logjam in the success oh, of our yeah. company. Yeah, you most know, times. Um, <laughs> you can pretty much count. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And so, you know, you have to stretch your mind, stretch your abilities, maybe stretch your payroll a little bit to, at least the first, to bring in other people to take the mission further faster. Right. Yeah. You ever, it's all about where you, you ever, go. Yeah. Do you have an example like that that you could share? Where you kind of stretched, stretched the limits or stretched uh, what you thought you could do in a moment by bringing yeah. others in? 
Yeah, I think that, um, I mean, the fitness one is just so easy. I think everybody relates to that, whether you're losing weight uh, or gaining weight. Um, for me, it's, it's you know, gain, I'm, just a, I'm just a little skinny kid over here, you know, but um, it, it is actual work, you know? <laughs> So I, I have I have targets. Um, I've got calorie targets, you know, and I've shared those with multiple people. Um, you can take it all the way down to hiring the right individual. You know, um, Gathering the Kings launched um, eighteen months ago, and we. I mean, I'm a sales guy, so like I have I've I've created relationships. I add value, and I know how to do it with a high enough EQ to where that it nobody a part of my group now. It feels like they were sold. They they want to be there. In fact, I've told other people that they can't be part of it because they weren't the right frequency. They weren't the right play, you know. And so mm-hmm. I know that what we've created has been really, really special. But on the backside of that, the operational piece of that is that I've, you know, uh, because I've kept it tight knit for this period of time. We're about to do a little bit bigger of a launch, but you know, um, I've kept it tight knit. You know, sub sub uh, one hundred members, and it's like. You have this ability now, or I didn't have the ability to really like um, build a team. I guess is what I'm trying to say. So even just recently, in the last uh, eight months or so, we brought on a COO, and that was a big deal um, because we're preparing yeah. for something that's much much greater. And uh, I'm right. I'm living three and five and ten years out, and I can already see what Gathering the Kings looks like then. And I'm trying to make decisions now based on that guy then. You know, and that and that was part of it. So the uh, you know easy payroll deal. I mean, I can go fitness. I can go in the past where I'm 26 years old, looking to open up my fourth franchise, and um, I'm pouring every single dollar from the the you know the three that I started back in, so I can get the fourth one going. And then I took all the money that next year from all four and and bought number five, six, and started number seven. And uh, so it's just like you know at the same time I'm living super frugally at home, so that way I can press every dollar into the franchises. So we can go we can go down the list but right there's right. constant examples of of i'm sure even your listeners where we have had to choose the difficult thing in the moment in order to be able to get what what we see that we actually want but now we're now we're back to basic principles here now we're talking about definiteness of purpose and a and a burning desire if i know mm-hmm. that this is where gathering the kings is supposed to be as a real mastermind i know that there's a certain number of people who call themselves entrepreneurs who are going to be associated to that and i can see it Five and ten years from now, okay, fine. But but what am I doing today on a on a on an actionable item where I can move towards that? Well, some of that's payroll, some of that's doing events, some of that's right here, some of that's spending time with you right now. You know what I mean? Right, right, yeah. I mean, really, you're living out, truly living out the Wayne Gretzky quote, right? Skate to where the puck's going. Exactly, exactly. You I mean, can't you you either do that or you or you're chasing your tail constantly. I don't know yeah, of any other options out there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm, I'm a football guy. And so the other analogy is you're, you got two sticks. You're behind the sticks. You know, you're first and forever. You're, you're not first and seven, not second and three. You're, you're constantly behind the sticks. Yeah. It's really rough to run a business that way. Yeah. Well, you don't you know, know like that until you get into a scenario, Jeff, like you and I are right now where we're masterminding, where our thoughts, are provoking each other's not only frequency and energy, but additional thoughts. Like you might walk away from this conversation, as I'm sure I will, going, Ooh, I really like that. And I can mm-hmm. go implement it. Right. But that's, that's what a real mastermind is supposed to do. And so many people that are listening right now, as well as just entrepreneurs, I mean, there's million, tens of millions of entrepreneurs and they're all out there right here between their ears. 
and trying to do it on them on their own. Because and I know that because that was what I was doing for so long. Now, I, I felt like I was pretty darn good at it, and it took me maybe a, a longer runway for me to feel the weight of doing it myself. But eventually, sorry, dude, you're not Superman. I thought I was, but eventually, you come to the place where you're like, I'm tired, and and man, I wish I could share some things with some people because I can't share it all with my wife because I don't want her to be stressed. That's that's my role is to carry that weight. And I don't want to share it with my team because I don't want them to leave. You know, I right. can't, there's nobody else. There's no other, like my church buddies don't get it. They don't have a business. Even the guys that I know that run a business, like they're stuck between their head. Like they can't help me. So it's like, where, where do I go? You know? Right. So what was the, uh, what was the awakening moment for you where you got out of your own head and decided, you know what? I gotta, I gotta seek some assistance here. Yeah. I think that it, honestly, it, I'll give you one moment here in a second, but the, but the actual answer is that it's been a, a, uh, a slowly breaking down of my ego is really what it is. Okay. Um, yep. I've always thought that humility was like a, a really key piece. And I think it, it is, I'm not disagreeing with myself there, but I, I think that it's tough as entrepreneurs, especially ones that can look back. I can look back at my business career. I can look back at my sales career before that. And there was just a lot of success, like a lot of proven track record, a lot of trophies, a lot of money. and. And so it's it's difficult in that moment because you think that you're doing the things that are necessary. And it's not until your perspective changes, which is what happens in a real mastermind. When your perspective changes and you realize that like it's been good, but like there's just so much more potential and that you're operating at only, you know, 10 or 20%. And when you realize that, especially if you've been a high performer and you re- and you like just have this like deep-seated, like, oh geez, I haven't even scratched the surface yet. Watch out, right? Because that's when right. it happens. So one of those moments for me was I remember buying a ticket um, to a Grant Cardone conference, uh, and I spent twenty five hundred dollars on a nosebleed seat. It was the most money I'd ever spent in in that type of investment, and um, I had been I'd been consuming books and audibles and watching them on YouTube. I ended up actually building a sales team for him eventually. Move my entire team. We work down there at the 10X headquarters, and and Jared and I are still uh, great friends. But the reality here is that twenty five hundred dollars was was what I thought was a lot of money, right back then. Right. And um, we went, and I only remember one thing from that that shenanigans. That was when Russell Brunson first shared his uh, first shared uh, uh, click funnels uh, in a large setting like that. I think he did like three million dollars in sales in ninety minutes. And I remember my, that, yeah. Yeah, my mind was just blown. My mind was blown. I had been a business owner for many years at that point, doing millions of dollars in sales, but somehow twenty five hundred dollars on a ticket to invest in me was a big deal. And I was like, not nervous about it, but I was just like, I didn't, I wasn't fully understanding what I was going to get out of it. A very transactional, very sales based, you know. But but how the current Chaz will look back on that and go is, well, transactional versus relationship now. And inside of the relationship, whether it be this right here or whether it be in an actual mastermind setting. Or at an event, my perspective changed. And it was like, ah, okay. I see now what I need to do is continually move the needle in that area of my life. And so even when, when I was just telling you, we went to Miami. We were there for about a year. I worked uh, with Frank Kern and, and Grant Cardone and, and the whole team. And me being in Miami, I'm from Kansas City. Like, there's, I don't know if anybody here in Kansas City owns a Rolls Royce. Just to put it in perspective right. for you, okay? Um, right. They're everywhere. My there. rent in Miami, I shared later um, that you know my rent was like five grand. 
And I have a couple of buddies here. They're like, dude, you know what kind of home you can have here in Kansas City for five grand? I mean, right there in Aventura. Get a big we're going, old home. We're, yeah. I, I, I now have a big old home, which is great. But like, that's not what I do it for. It's like, I'm doing it for right. perspective change, right? Because seeing a Rolls Royce or back, you know, in Miami, everybody, uh, the, you know, the Honda Accord down there is the, is the G-Wagon. Seeing everybody have one. And now I'm not, a, I'm not really like, I'm not really excited about stuff like that. Would I like to, would I like to uh, uh, spend money at that level? Sure, sure. But here, unfortunately, I'm just, you know, I've got the weight of legacy on me. And I would just rather spend the couple hundred thousand dollars that it would take to, to, you know, to buy a car like that cash and, and put it into a piece of real estate because I'm thinking and obsessing over my kids and my grandkids. Um, a, that's what the Bible right. tells me to do. B, that's just what I feel like the weight of, of my legacy is going to be. Wealth, number one, but then the knowledge of what to do with it, which is now we're back to success principles again. And so anyway, all I have to say is that the perspective change of being around money, even though I'm not personally necessarily motivated by a lot of those you know, um, external things, it still changes your perspective because you realize like you're like, oh, money, money is free flowing. It's, it's everywhere. It's literally everywhere. Mm -hmm. It is everywhere. And if you, uh, I've said to people, if you take issue with that statement, just understand this fact. They print more of it every day. A lot more of it. Yeah. I think they're going to print a lot more coming soon. Right. And so you really, yeah, I think, I think as a business owner, even as an individual out there, you really need to get right with that fact that, you know, it is just money and it is just a function of just going out and getting it in some way. And you have to understand yeah. what that value is you can offer to people so that they'll That's give right. you it. And it really does come down to those two simple uh, acceptances that money's out there in abundance and you get it when you offer an abundance of value. It's really yeah, actually pretty right. simple. It's tough because um, there's a lot of people that I would say come from, you know, humble beginnings and and they don't they don't have um a real belief that they can have, whether it be things or accomplish the the goals on their list. And so again, we just keep coming right back to these success principles. You know, if you don't have actual belief, right? Or a burning desire backed by faith and a plan, well, we're just quoting thinking go rich. It's just not going to happen. So, so we we focus a lot on belief, um, not only individually, but but corporately um, in your team, um, in your family. Like, if there is no belief, then it's not going to happen. So, a lot of the perspective change that we're talking about to kind of tie this all together for your listeners is that oftentimes you have to put yourself in a scenario, whether it's a room of entrepreneurs or listening to a podcast like this or moving across the country to live in a different area, where your perspective changes, and then now it's like, oh, okay, I get it now. I now believe that it's possible for me to, whatever it is, whether it's the Rolls Royce or whether it's just simply having it all. Like there's some people who might look at those, some of those, those pictures that you just shared uh, of my family and go, oh, he's got all these businesses. He makes great money. He's got a great family. And that's all just social media. And it just looks good from the outside. They're probably crumbling on the inside. And what they don't know is that, well, sure. Yeah. Like have Julie and I had arguments? Of course. <laughs> We're humans, right? But, but what we do have is a, is a weekly meeting. And what we do talk about are all the things that come up with our schedule and our family and how we honor each other. We talk about sex. We talk about things that matter to our relationship. And all of those things happen because I know that's what it takes, the intentionality that you mentioned earlier, to actually win yeah. in that area. And so I want to win in that area as well as in my businesses. It is not just like, oh, because I'm a great business owner, I'm going to be a great dad or a great business or a great husband. 
I have to be in, just as intentional and planned out and well thought about and burning desire, all the same principles over here as, as well as that what we've talked about in our business, right? Yeah. No, I love that. I've, I've, there's many people I know that, uh, that do the family huddle, as some call it, you know, yeah. the family meetup blows a lot of people's minds. I think it's very, very smart for everyone to do. Highly endorse it. Um, yeah. If you take anything away, you could take that and have that direct application to see improvement Absolutely. in your day, in your week, in your month, Yeah, with your kids, with your spouse. I, I love yeah. it. Love that you're doing that. So let's kind of take a loop back to, you know, we, we've dropped the word mastermind, real mastermind, mastermind honoring the foundations of it. Um, you know, the, the concept of a business owner, peer to peer mastermind really was memorialized by Napoleon Hill in the 1920s. Law of Success was the first book. Really, the term gained a lot of popularity through the second book, Think and Grow Rich. That's the one that really took off. You know, Think and Grow Rich was a course. It was sold on TV infomercials. Uh, Nightingale Conant, uh, you know, uh, ran that for years and years uh, yeah. on television. But, um, I mean, that's kind of the bedrock material of business masterminds today. Yeah. And we're at a point where you have so many people who think because we just gather people in a Facebook group that that's a right. mastermind. You know, we gather people in our coaching group that that's a mastermind. You know, I, you and I are in alignment that to the true honor of the word and yeah. the bedrock foundational material, it's not, doesn't make it bad. Doesn't make it bad. And they all have value. And I, I'm parts of those groups. I, I'm in presently right now paying for three of those groups. Yeah. And, and there's value there. One as well. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, but, but I also don't conflate it and confuse it. Right. Personally, when I, when I facilitate, and you shared also that you are a facilitator. Um, I think you said even certified. Yeah. Yeah. With, with, uh, with so the working me. genius program, but, but even with the facilitation word, I mean, that's right. <laughs> that's why, that's why the difference in mastermind and group coaching really is, is because when you think about um, a group that you've joined that has a guru or a big name, um, then then that's that's not a round table. Um, it's it's a it's a rectangular table, and he or she sitting at the head, which is fine. Yeah, I sit at the head of my table at my house. Like that's this is how it's designed. There's order there. Um, but inside of a a real mastermind, the way that Napoleon Hill has designed it is that the table is round. Now he doesn't talk about the physical table. I'm filling in some words here. But at the right. round table, again, using even our own tribal language is that I'm going to take my crown off. You take your crown off because there's no beating of the chest at the table because I don't really need to impress you. As long as the facilitator, in this case, it's me, as long as I'm making sure that the people sitting at the table are and should be yeah. at the table, this is why I've turned away certain people. Um, it, it, and so I already know that the people around the table, number one, are going to be humble. They're going to be willing to take off the crown. I don't need anybody um, feeling as if like they're superior. And it doesn't mean that you can't come with an ego or an arrogance or a confidence. We're all, we, hey, we all have it. Welcome to the club. In fact, actually, if you'll just take it off, it's called your crown. Like, cool, it's gold. You got jewels. Everybody else in your world thinks you're the man and you are. But guess what? You take it off. You don't have to be the man here. We're all right. equal parts. And guess what? I'm going to learn from you today, Jeff. And you can't do that if you have an ego. And so, yes, there's groups of networking and there's groups where I'm going to learn from somebody. All that is fine. 
But really, when you sit down with the intention of, okay, where's the value coming from today? Or better yet, really the mature king says, how can I give value today? Mm-hmm. Knowing that in any scenario that I'm in, I'm going to get back more than I can give as long as I'm focused on the gift. Yeah. Yep. No, and that's uh, so much there that you said is so true and on point. Uh, the facility, you know, so again, if you've not experienced an in-person mastermind at a round table, I've often been like in a U-shaped, you know, little 24-inch conference room table where you can take notes, kind of spread out with materials, but you're all looking at each other, right? You're not breaking your neck, turning up to look at the leader, facilitator. Um, that is the environment of success for these things. That is, again, honoring the true term, the true definition, brings out that uh, agreement that you're all there for that singular focus. Um, so I love those environments. If you've not been in one of those, you really ought to get into one. And this facilitator, I'll, I'll share an example. When I was in Ken, Dan Kennedy's mastermind group, you know, with, that was 30 grand a year investment. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, the interesting thing is when he was facilitating it for, I forget who owned the Glazer Kennedy, no BS world that now Russell Brunson owns, uh, ever right. since Bill and Dan, well, ever since Dan sold it in the early 2010s. Uh, it's changed hands a number of times, but at this moment in time, which was around 15, 16, um, he didn't own it. It wasn't his checkbook. He was contracted to run this high level group. And I share this story because this is the power of facilitation. It is the power of who's leading and guiding the group, like a great tour guide. Yeah, that's right. He kicked somebody out two hours into day one. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, by lunch of day one, uh, two hours in, they got their first warning. You know, they're on their laptops, on their phones, which for Kennedy is like basically yeah. breaking the first commandment of many. <laughs> and you're either here, you know, you're here, man. It's one or the other. <laughs> right. Well, he, I mean, he, this is a guy that doesn't carry a cell phone and legitimately does not carry a cell phone, never did. And um, uh, just loathes, loathes the inattentiveness. and you know, essentially by lunchtime, kicks them out of the group and refunds 30 grand of somebody else's money. You know, he, yep. he still got his fee because yep. his, his, uh, apology to us and backstory was it was the failure of the company in allowing them in the room, not yeah. mine. Yeah. I was standing at the guard. Yeah. Protecting you. That's right. And that's what a great, facilitator does because no matter your investment whether it's three thousand dollars thirty thousand dollars three hundred grand three million it doesn't matter it's relative to the gathering of the people to use your language the kings of the table that's right it's a relevant investment to everyone there and it deserves equal protection like it's a dollar or a million and that's the power of a facilitator uh any stories that you can share for people who sat at your table where this was their first experience. They maybe had a conception, an idea. Yeah. What were some like high, like, I don't want you to like reveal anything that. Oh, sure. Yeah. No, I, got, I, got, about, I got all like, kinds of stories. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Give, give us a couple examples where people's eyes were opened up. Yeah. I think first off, um, there is 
like you're saying, there's maybe two groups of people. There's the person that has no idea what we're talking about when we say mastermind. They're listening right now even. They're going, I, right. I hear you talking about this is a real one versus a not real one, but I didn't, I didn't even know this term existed before today. Okay, fine. So that's one group. And and their expectations, like you're saying, are they don't really know what to expect. They've 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 encountered me or they've encountered one of our members or maybe on my podcast and they've just gone, dude, I don't know what it is with that guy or that thing that they've got going on, but I need to be in that room. And so they're just there, you know, very open, open-minded, I guess. Then you've got the other person that's been in mastermind rooms. And sometimes that's a good experience. Sometimes that's a bad experience. And so sometimes they're looking at, you know, everything, assessing, wondering where the value is. Sometimes they recognize the value of rooms and then they're just there and they're they're fantastic to work with because they know all they need is one piece all year long. It can be a $30,000 investment, like you're saying, and all I need is one perspective change, one decision, one connection, one little piece of adjustment. And it may like it, you should have a big enough business to where one decision more than pays for a $30,000 fee. If you, if, if you don't, it's okay. You need coaching. <laughs> Probably shouldn't be in a mastermind room, right? And that's okay. Um, we've got different tiers now um, that offer maybe a little bit more coaching for some of those smaller business owners, the sub million. But, but really, when you're at the table of creating a team and growing something from a million to 10 million or even beyond, we've got guys in the group that do over 300 plus million. So it's like, okay, when you, ha- when you have real you know, experience at the table, then you have, you have these two camps and you either have someone that already understands the value and they, they're just, they're just waiting for the right moment. They're, they're, they're just taking notes. They're just waiting. Then you have the other person that's like, I don't really understand what this is. And so I'll give you an example of just the power of the group because the person that fits in this side over here, he has multiple companies and he was in one of our hot seats about a year ago. And he shared some information about a family business, been open for about 40 years outside of his other three companies, basically. And it's the smallest company, the smallest margins, the most difficult customers. And he was sharing in the hot seat how just he was just really weighed down by it all, and and really was just looking for some 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 feedback. And long story short, the collective around the table was, "Bro, why do you even have this business anymore?" Which is really hard to think about in the moment because this is your family business that you bought from your parents, right. you know, forty that started was forty years ago. And so he actually ended up closing that down, and he just reported back. Just a couple of weeks ago, because it had been one year since that since that discussion, since that agitation of thought, right? What happens in a real mastermind? And he said, not only did he make five percent more because that 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 company had two kind of divisions, but he made five percent more in that company. Although he gave all that revenue away, he shut the whole thing down. In his other company that he's now been focused on, he's had over thirty percent growth. And this is somebody who has has no has never been part of a mastermind just completely open-minded to like, I don't know what y'all are up to, but I got to be here, right? Um, right? So someone over here who's been part of a room, who's gotten value before, knows that there's, like, that's all they need. That one, that right. one and just to, meeting. Just to pause you here before we shift to the yeah. other side of the room, the veterans who are who jump into masterminds. So that newbie had that at that moment where, and I love that phrase, agitation of thought, right? So they had that moment. They stop tormenting themselves. And I imagine that was hard, right? A legacy business, you know, but look, Big deal. sometimes you need people to kind of kick you in the butt and say, you know, look, this fax machine business that your family started 70 years ago, right? unfortunately, things have moved on. You know, yeah. well, yeah, it would be terrible to take down the father and son nameplate out front and you're now the grandson. 
the reality is nobody wants this anymore, or it's just not making money anymore, and it's ruining your life. So shuts that down, grows his other business 30%. So what was that delta where we grown 30% on a million, 30% on 10 million? Like, yeah, what was that so the, uh, the company that grew is uh, between three and four million, I believe, um, okay. if I'm remembering correctly. So yeah, it grew a million bucks, let's just say, for round numbers. Right. And I'm, um, and I know you have an investment in gathering the kings, but I'm guessing yeah. the ROI yeah. when you gross a million dollars plus, <laughs> yeah. let's even, let's cut it in half for the skeptics out there, 500 grand. I'm guessing the ROI is pretty much what we would call off the charts. Yeah. On I mean, one you have meeting, one idea. When you have, when you have, like, when you can dial into this, it gives you so much poise. In fact, I'll, I'll, I'll draw our attention to a video I saw. Uh, we all know Alex Hermosi. And he said in a video that when he started working with his YouTube team, he said, Hey, look, I know most entrepreneurs are going to like press you for results in 90 days. And, and if you don't get them, I'm going to cut you. He's like, I'm looking at creating a 10 year plan. I'm competing with guys that have been on YouTube for 10 years. And so I'm looking to win in mm. 10 years. And he said, my YouTube guy was like, well, I'm sorry, what? Like he couldn't compute the poise <laughs> that Alex had. And he's like, no, look, <laughs> don't get me wrong. We need views. We need to see our, our stuff progressing. I'm on a 10-year decision horizon. And so when you have, when you can settle down in your mind as an entrepreneur, that it's not as transactional, like I referred to how I was before as well, that it's not all just tick for tack. And it is tick for tack because there's always a cause and effect reaction. That, that's just a law of nature. But sometimes the effect to your cause doesn't happen for a while, right? And it doesn't happen for a couple of days, a couple of months, a couple of years, a couple of decades. And so when you can just settle down and know that it just takes one connection, one decision, like the guy I just explained, a one, one perspective switch, one adjustment in your family that changes everything for generations. You, you can't, I mean, you can put a price tag on it if you want to, but you would talk about ROI. <laughs> it's just silly. Why would I not? Yeah. 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 Masterminds have been the key to my success. So to get back to the veterans on the other side of the table. Yeah. Yeah. So they're bringing a lot of fire to the conversation. Some examples yeah. there that you can share. Yeah, I'll give you an example of, of a gentleman who's been a part of um, multiple high-level um, masterminds or what he would agree with or have been, you know, for the most part, big group coaching programs. And, and again, major value. He actually helps facilitate some of those things. Like he, he didn't like leave other groups to be part of ours. But what he saw right. in Gathering the Kings was, oh, okay, I see how actually you're doing the mastermind, how it should be done. And for that person, it's so interesting for me because, and I can give several examples of something like this, but when you have someone come to the table and I've known that they've spent money and been around other players, especially big players, it's almost like a little bit like, oh, I don't like, I know I bring value, but it's a little bit like, uh, until he, until I can get it out of him. Um, you know, you're always worried. I'm always trying to bring value. I'm all, I'm obsessed with bringing the value. So I'm always concerned about it. And so, uh, even just recently I had another conversation with him and he's just like, dude, the, the perspective changes that I've had just even in the last six months, cause I think he's only been a member for about six months have been monumental. They'll change my whole entire family. And some of it has been around, uh, thinking. Some of it has been around, uh, visualization. Some of it has been around his family. Um, some of the ways that he's going to do things different in his business forever and ever now that he knows. It's like, once you know, you can't unsee it. Unless, unless you just, you know, you can turn a blind eye, I guess. 
which right. is still a choice, but he he's just choosing not to. So it's just super encouraging, even for me, for someone like that who's been a part of rooms, who helps facilitate other high-quality group sessions. And it's like, this stuff right here, nobody's talking about it. It's like, well, geez, I feel like, I feel like this is like the same stuff that I've kind of read over and over. And it's like played out and dry. But dude, this is, these are wells, like deep, deep wells. Um, and that we'll always be on. This is the journey that we're on. And I will continue to be on, period. I mean, you were talking about Bob Proctor. He's been studying Think Grow Rich for 57 years. 57 years. Right. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That bedrock stuff never, never goes away. And no, the, but nobody, nobody presses into it. Always there, right? Yeah, because it's not sexy. It's not, it's not a fifteen-second soundbite. It's not a sixty-second right. reel. It's not all this stuff. You know, um, I always have such tremendous consternation with: is it a long ad? Is it a short ad? Is it a long video? Is it a short video? You know, yeah. And you know, I'll, I'll, I'll admit it here and now. I've, I've kind of waved the flag on on it because sometimes you just it, it's nice to get paid you can be right you know or you can create content that your user base will right. dig into that's and right. like that's the reason i make notes and i carve out reels from all my shows and then we share them out and i've got a team building the distribution of it in one show soon to be coming over to this show in a more defined and, and robust way of getting it out um, but yeah, the, the digging into the bedrock material is always important. Um, yeah. there's a lot of lessons there, just a lot of, a lot of lessons there. Yeah. I made a post, I don't know, maybe a year ago or so. And, uh, in chapter two in Think and Grow Rich, he breaks down, you know, there's six steps to create, uh, you know, your morning visualization. And I've since, you know, taken that to a whole nother level with coaches and things that I've you know, spent uh, investment, time, money, effort on, and 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 I have it in a whole different, you know, d- detailed, you know, uh, methodology now. But where it started for me was right there in chapter two, and it's like I asked on Facebook how many people have actually just done word for word. I'm like looking, I'm looking for my book. <laughs> um, how many people have actually just done it and then kept to it every day, reading it right. just like it says? And most people have read the book. Most people think it's a good book. And I'm not here to like only promote Thinking Grow Rich. I've read hundreds of books. Uh, I'm a huge EQ guy. I'm a huge optimism guy. I'm a huge frequency guy. I'm a huge, like, there's just so many more pieces that go into success other than just Thinking Grow Rich. However, I mean, bro, if there's ever a manual, and I'm just flabbergasted, like you're saying, that uh, there's just so many people who, I mean, it's a, it's, it's a $14 book on Amazon, you know? Um, that would be a great step one. But one of the principles in there is, guess what? getting around other high performers so that agitation of thought happens truly. That way you can think differently and then therefore see, which is the the ability to have a a vision or a desire to obsess over it, to put emotion towards it, to put detail towards it, to start taking freaking action on it so you can have it. That's just the way it works. Love it. Love it. I think that on that note, Great time to wrap up our time together. We've got Chaz's number one book recommendation on the screen. So here's the challenge I'll leave. Get the book, Think and Grow Rich. You can order it on Amazon. It'll be at your house tomorrow. It's $14, right? And then, you know, dig into that. Start, just just skim it. You'll be inspired. 
if you decide to take action, certainly reach out to Chaz and see if Gathering the Kings is for you. Because as we titled this show, surrounding yourself with others for success is important. I love what Chaz is doing. That's why he's on the show. If I didn't love it, he wouldn't be on the show. But check him out, chazwolf.com slash gathering dash the kings. We've got it on the site. We've got it in the show notes. Chaz, what is the best way for people to connect with you? Yeah, actually, they can just go to gatheringthekings.com, take them to the same place, but gatheringthekings.com or on any social. Uh, Facebook is probably where I'm most active, um, but we're on Instagram, we're on LinkedIn, we're on TikTok, all the places we're trying to be available. Our podcast is also called Gathering the Kings, um, and we've got over 400 episodes recorded there. Uh, not all have been launched, but um, we are excited about helping entrepreneurs everywhere live and create the exceptional life. Love it, man. Love all that you're doing. Can't wait to see what that next level is for you coming out. You've obviously had a great basis of success now. No reason for anybody not to check out what you're doing over there at Gathering the Kings. Thank you so much for taking the time today, pour into my listeners and give that value you talk about. I think you certainly delivered. Thank you, my friend. Appreciate you. Jeff, you're a king, man. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you. Yeah, thank you. All right. We'll see everybody next week on The Big Ticket Life. Go out there and do life and business on your terms. Take care. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode of The Big Ticket Life. You've heard from another amazing guest living their own big ticket life. And now it's time to live yours. First, I'd love for you to take me up on my free gift to you. Find your gift at gift.thebigticketlife.live. That's gift.thebigticketlife.live. See, all your life you've been told what is and what isn't possible by the loudest voices from the cheapest seats. It's time to finally do life and business on your terms. Sure, you've heard similar things, but without clarity on what can be done, it's easy to have your customers, employees, maybe even partners, and your spouse keep you from truly living a big ticket life. My big ticket methods shift you into that investor seat in your business, away from commodity and away from competition into a market of one so you can finally live your own big ticket life. So my gift to you is for you to book your discovery call today where we'll uncover first the Chivo behaviors, those chief everything officer behaviors that hold you back and why moving into the investor seat in your own business is critical. Two, we'll uncover the premium position that's up for grabs right now in your market that you're missing out on. And three, which big ticket methodologies are just waiting to be dropped into your business to explode your sales and profits. So again, thanks for listening to this episode. I'd love for you to take action right now. Accept this gift, book your call, go to gift.thebigticketlife.live. Again, that's gift.thebigticketlife.live.